Good day listeners and what an honor to be back on the station. I'm Raymond and just for today I'd love to encourage the youth with a special message. As you may know, we are living in one of the most difficult of times in our generation. But we know where the power is and it is with Jesus. Amen. So today's message is named Hope and the Future which was inspired by Jeremiah 29 verse 11 and this is my favorite scripture in the Bible because it speaks to me and reminds me that with God on my side as youthful as I may be he will take care of me if I trust and believe in him he would give me my heart's desires if I am obedient to his word amen so whether you're in school a university or whether you're working or still job hunting or you've lost all hope and have given up on your own success, listen to what I'm about to say. Amen? Um, The Bible is filled with young and faithful believers who serve God despite of their age. The Lord used them mightily, not because they were young at age, but because of their hearts. Their hearts reflected the love for Jesus. Amen? Their love for God. Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. That is 1 Timothy 4 verse 12. At every age, people can inspire others. No. And how influential a young born-again Christian could be to others during a stage in their lives when the pressure is too much to conform. At a time in life when it seems the most important thing is fitting in, there is bravery in deciding to stand out and set in an example of what a relationship with Jesus Christ truly looks like. You need to stand out. You are made in His image. Therefore, your true identity is Christ. Amen. He is the hope of the world and the blesser of your future. In this generation, it is difficult to stand out from the crowd. We are surrounded by worldly conduct and mannerisms which involve drugs and alcohol, cyberbullying and bullying of all kinds, lust and impurity and status and materialism. I'm talking about your clothes, your cars, your houses, your money. No, you want to show off to your friends with things that you do not have. And you pressurize your parents for it. You um, command your parents for it because of, your, because of how much your friends have. You must have the same amount. Because you must amount to your friends. And all these things are introduced to you by a so-called friend. All these, this worldly worldly conduct and materialism is introduced by a so-called friend. In Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1, it says, Remember your creator in the days of your youth 
before the days of trouble. Come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. We will all grow old one day, should we be lucky enough to do so. God willing, there, there may come a time when we cannot do or go as we once did. This is why a solid foundation of faith and trust in God is so important, people. Should we build it while we are young, it will remain standing into our older years when we are old and we have children and, and, and we're married and all of that. And when, and when we still then take great pleasures in the days we spent with the Lord, serving God. Amen. And it's hard to resist uh, to the temptations when you're young. Um, I've been at that point where I wanted to fit in. But the moment you're in a situation when peer pressure hits you like a like a heat wave, the thought of God's God watching you is constantly constantly on your subconscious. No? Um, that is when you open the door for Satan and he doesn't want to visit. He wants to wants to live with you and destroy your success slowly and surely until you're nothing. But you need to get on your knees and ask God for forgiveness. Repent before Him and He will be there to remove this Satan's grip from your life. And only God can do that. Only He has the power to restore your faith and your belief in Him. In Ezekiel 16 verse 60, it says, Yet I will remember the covenant I made with you in the days of your youth. And I will establish an everlasting covenant with you. Once God grabs hold, a hold of you, He doesn't let you go. He is the same God in our early years as in our late years. He doesn't forget you or forsake you. And His love for you never grows old. Amen. What a great God we serve. That He can love us eternally. Even though we are sinners, even though we have fallen short of His glory, He still loves us. So we must remove ourselves from the crowd. A, a sheep can't herd with cows. A sheep can't herd with goats. A sheep must, must, must herd with its own kind. With a shepherd. Amen. So in Second Timothy 2 verse 22 it says, Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love. And peace along with those who call on the Lord out of pure, out of a pure heart. This verse speaks to the need to step away from the immature, selfish desires of our youth. And journey instead towards a life of faith and love. We must seek these things. Chase after them while we are young. Enough to do so. There is so much advice. Um, things to be done when we pursue the things of the pursue the things the Lord asks of us. Step out of your old ways and walk into the identity of Christ Jesus. Amen. Um, I love the tenderness of Jeremiah uh, because the Lord knows that this man has doubts about his ability to carry out God's plan at such a young age. But God supersedes those doubts by assuring him 
that there is no reason to fear because the Lord will be his protector his entire life. Amen. If God can make that promise to us and be our protector and our shield and our sword in this battle on this earth because there is an evil out there that, that we can't fight on our own. We're not strong enough. We need an ally. We need Jesus Christ. Amen. If he can promise us protection, why not serve him? Why not accept him as our savior and come back to him? How you are raised, how you behave, and the habits you form in your youth have an influence on how you will be as an adult. This influence can, this, it can either be positive or negative. Depending on how you're living now. When you serve God in your youth, you're preparing yourself to live righteously as an adult. Amen? And one last, one last reason you should strive to serve the Lord in your youth is because of the simple joy of serving God. The simple joy. A joy that is refreshing. In Romans 15 verse 13 it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so, that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. The joy of serving God is something easily explained, but when you live your life for God, He gives you a sense. Of peace that surpasses all understanding. So another one of the benefits of serving God. Is with God on your side. There's no need to worry. You can simply find joy each and every day. And until your days end. And you meet with Jesus. Amen. The second way you can serve God in your youth. Is through your behavior. You can reflect your faith. With how you treat others. Honor your parents. One way you can serve God in your youth is by honor your, honoring your parents. Amen. This means no talking back or arguing. No disobeying the rules. And even no rolling your eyes when you think uh, the back is turned. <laughs> Show your appreciation for everything they do for you. Some things you most definitely don't know about. Tell them you love them. And let, and let um, nothing stand in your way of telling them. Because, because you might think that you're grown. But your parents' love is still there. So why not love them back? They will do anything for you. If you honor and serve your parents. Um, there's a commandment that says honor your parents. And your days will be prolonged. If I'm not mistaken. In Ephesians 6, uh, 1, verse, 1 verse 1 to 3, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, because this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may go well with you, and that you may, may have long life in the land. Amen. Another way is respecting others. Um, show the same love and grace. God has shown to you. And don't gossip or speak rudely about people you don't like. Listen to and obey those 
who have the authority over you. Like, for example, if you're in school, your teachers, your principals, uh, bus drivers, um, from the lowest grade to the highest grade of, of importance, honor uh, anyone who's older than you because they've lived a life that you have not lived yet. Amen? In Romans 12 verse 10 it says, Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters outdo one another in showing honor. Honor every single person that serves you. Whether it's a simple form of driving a bus. Whether it's um, a simple form of making dinner tonight. The time and effort that your mother made to make dinner was out of love. Amen. So in conclusion, I just want to say, um, Jesus, Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven belonged to the children. He knew that their faith was strong because their hearts had not yet been damaged by a fallen world. Don't let your heart be damaged by the evil in this world. The gift that young people most beautifully bring to the table is that they have a view of the world that is open and receptive. That is exactly the way Jesus wants our hearts to be. Open to following his plans for our lives and receptive to his presence and un end in love. Loving this way ensures that we all remain young at heart. And I pray that your relationship with Jesus will always be youthful and you will have joy and every day will be a refreshing um, to serve Him. Amen. Thank you for listening. Um, be safe during this time. Sanitize and pray. And ponder the Bible, because the mysteries are yet to be shown. Amen. Thank you.